Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principle for contemporary living. I trust that you will stay tuned because today you're going to be blessed to get some insight about what it means to be a Christian. Stay tuned. Today, that very word Christian is uttered, but not with the same significance and relevance as it was in the beginning time has eroded its meaning for many use that word often in common speech as well as there are those that would use it to differentiate their belief from other religions also there are those who employ that particular word, Christian, to identify some decent, law-abiding individual who seems to do no harm. They believe he must be a Christian. Or still, there are times when you and I are filling out certain legal forms or documents, and we would have to uh, respond to the question, of our religious choice and we would indicate Christian I'm saying all of that to indicate the fact that Christianity may not mean the same thing that it meant in the time of the reading of this text or in the first century church Christianity means more than just a religion. Christianity is a relationship. A relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So then, in this passage, I hope to crystallize for us all what I believe the Holy Spirit has been saying to me in recent days. He's been talking to me about what a Christian, being a Christian, is all about. And sometimes when we listen to old stories and sometimes when we are prepared to read old books and discover the implications of what Christian meant, we match it with what's going on today and we see inconsistency. A Christian, my friends, in the final analysis is one who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as the only Lord and Savior. I said the only Lord and Savior. There's only one name given among men whereby we can be saved, but the name Jesus 
You can't be a Christian, watch this, and not be intimate with Jesus. You cannot be a Christian. Don't call yourself a Christian if you have nothing to do with that lowly Nazarene. If you don't know the man from Nazareth, if you don't know the Lord from glory, the Son of Man, who really was the Son of God, who came to earth, that you and I might be put right in our relationship with the Father. So pray for me as I will share with you the implications of what it means to be a Christian. Notice in the text that the disciples of Jesus who were yet in Jerusalem, Christianity began in Jerusalem. And so you and I have to understand that it was structured there, it was nurtured there, it was developed there. And Christianity made such an impact on that society in the first century that they began to persecute the people of God. Paul, who later, or rather Saul, who later became Paul, admitted that he was one of the persecutors. He was one that tried to destroy the church. Isn't that interesting? That the very church that he tried to destroy is the one that he lived to propagate. The one that would bring people into captivity, into Judaism, so that they might not, watch this now, live as Christians. Many of them were persecuted. Stephen, who became the first Christian martyr. Stephen had been killed by this time. And there was a big uproar in Jerusalem about it. And it also intensified the persecution against Christians. Now notice what happens. It says, now when they were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen. They traveled as far as Phoenicia and also Cyprus and Antioch. They, they began to leave town and to spread their wings. Now they didn't consider it that way, but really that's really what was happening. And they were, they were running for their lives. Yes, because of the persecution in Jerusalem. Now notice this. As they were on their way, the Bible says that they were preaching. And the only ones that they preached to, gave the word to, was unto Jews. So they were still hanging with their kind. They were, they were acquainted with, 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 with those uh, who were Jews who had become Christians. But now they are more focused on the Jews only. But it's all because of the persecution. Stay with me. The persecution was really a way of God getting them out 
of the routine out of their way of doing things out of the old familiar territory out of this attitude that you only talk to the ones who look like you act like you even might have the same nationality that you have but God I said God now I know his ways are not our ways and we get confused sometimes because we can't believe that God would do certain things God would permit certain things until we get behind the scene and discover that God is doing something very much like we are today with COVID-19 many feel as though God is asleep or that he is more distant now than he ever was but you may discover that God knows what's going on and you and I have to understand that many times when certain things happen to us we are so quick to feel as though God has deserted us watch this now but like the eagle when she wanted to get her eaglets to fly to leave the nest she would go and actually pick thorns and bring them back to the nest and put them in the nest so that the young ones would not find it easy to exist in the nest and not only that but she would flutter over them disturb them frighten them until they begin to fall out of the nest and when they fall out of the nest then she has the opportunity to teach them how to fly three points number one the persecution number two the procreation and number three the proclamation those three words will encapsulate the truth of what it really means be a Christian. In fact, what does it mean to be a Christian? I said just now we have to understand persecution. Somebody ought to say something. I said we need to understand what persecution is all about. Because what you may discover is that persecution is a push. I said, persecution is a push. So when things start coming against you, why don't you just now look at it as a push? And by the way, there's no, you can carry a baby for nine months and brag on, on, on the fact that you even know the sex of that baby and all that kind of stuff. Ain't nothing going to happen until you get on a table somewhere and they're going to tell you one more push. Amidst the pain, watch this, amidst the pain, the push. Uh, you didn't get that. Amidst the pain, the push. And that's why you have to understand that to be a Christian means that you, just like a woman who has been impregnated and getting ready to give birth, so you too are in a position with one more push to see new life, to see birthing. Somebody, I'm gonna take a moment 
and just celebrate you. And I'm going to say, yes, you are in the midst of giving life. You are getting ready to push out something. And to do it, it's going to require that you understand that pain is only a part of the process. But you're going to discover that the pain will get you there. One of the rhythms that I find in studying the history of the Christian church is that the rhythm is that persecution, progress, uh, persecution, progress, persecution, progress. With all that the, they were being persecuted with, on the other hand, you hear, and the Lord, and the Lord increased the number of the disciples daily as more were added to the church let's get our eyes off what's happening to us so that we will accept what God wants to do through us if any man suffers as a Christian watch this let him not be ashamed but let him glorify God in the belief. Now, he hasn't lost his mind. He has not become insensitive to the reality of his situation. No, but the word, Peter put it this way. First Peter chapter 4, verse 16. He says, he says, listen to this. He says, he says, if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed of it. Huh? But that he would glorify God on this behalf. <laughs> Can I break it down for you? You're going through persecution. You're going through all kinds of suffering. But you're going to glorify God, not because you like it, but on its behalf persecution is working out something somebody's gonna get this word this morning persecution is working out something it's not only pushing but it's opening doors it's making ways it's like Paul when he's in jail in Philippi he said I'm in prison but there's a great door open well wait a minute there's a great door open and yet I'm in prison I want somebody right now get up dry your eyes sit turn your shoulders back and just say God go on do what you're doing have your own own way Lord work it on out I'm not leaving you I'm not turning around I'm not coming off the choir I'm not gonna stop ushering I'm not gonna stop preaching I'm not gonna stop teaching I'm gonna hang right on in there straight through COVID Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know why the devil can't get rid of the church? Because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Watch this. It'll never cancel it out. Isn't that something? It will never wipe it out. No, you can't kill it. 
because it was built with a death-proof guarantee. When everything else fails, the church will still be here. Everything that is, is, is going wrong in the world, the church is still here. And when it's all over, the church will still be the church. That's what it means to be a Christian. It means to be attached. It means to be associated with that which cannot be destroyed. Hallelujah. And all of that, as many believed, all of that and great growth came to the church. So then, why? Because of the procreation. Number two. Being a Christian implies that you have been recreated. You have been born again. You, 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 you have been recreated. You've been born again. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You don't become a Christian just because you shake the preacher's hand. You don't become a Christian just because your mama, your mama's mama, and your granddaddy, and your granddaddy's daddy before him, and all of them were in the same church, and and I'm, I'm a Christian too. No, it's a personal affair. We may be a family, but everyone is born individually. Hmm? Same in Christianity. We've got to be born again. And you can become a new creature in Christ Jesus. The biblical doctrine that we know as the law of first mention. I'm going to read something right now and I want you to get this it's important it says verse 26 it says and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch wait 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 the disciples were called Christians you can't become a Christian without being a disciple a disciple is one who follows Christ. The disciple is one who is a student. He's a student. He's a student. He, he's, he, he's, he's being taught. He's being nurtured. He's being developed under Christ. Because that's what disciple means. A learner. They became what they were called Christians. And you know, when we look at it, it says, and they were called Christians, where? In Antioch. But when? They were called Christians first. The first time. And this is why I say, we go back to the law of first mention. It's because, have you noticed 
that the first of anything has a special place? Hmm? Anything. The, the first of anything, that which was initiated, has a significant place. So much so that we don't ever want to forget it, so we have anniversaries. That's why we sell anniversaries. We celebrate anniversary because we don't want to forget what happened way back then. So then, this is why it's important for us to consider how we were procreated or recreated. It's because we remember what we were. Now we see what we are. I was lost and undone without God or His Son. But blessed be God. I heard the name Jesus. I heard about the lowly Nazarene. I heard about the Savior. And I accepted him as my Lord and my God and my sir, my, my, the one I will serve. The disciples of Jesus were called Christian because they had become Christian. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed, informed, and empowered. What it means to be a Christian. Understand persecution. Number two, be prepared to be procreated or born again. Then, of course, the proclamation, not just a name, but how to live up to the title, the anointing. The anointing is Christ in you the hope of glory. Boy, I'm so excited about this message. It has helped me, it's blessed me to reaffirm be Christian. So until next time, when I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to Concepts for me.